I'm gonna get it right though. Nah, but you told me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. They be like, slow up, homie. You talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley's backs. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. What up, everybody? This is another, another episode of G-Splash. And another one. And another one. Regular DJ Khaled these days. But this is the only (laughs) podcast on the internet with 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. So thank you, world. Thank you for the critics. You really love me. You love us. (laughs) They love me. They really love me. I am am your host, Bradley Baxter. This is Chris Watts. What up? And here on G-Splash, we'd love to talk about movies, TV shows, the latest in sneakers sometimes. Comics. Comics. Sports. Sports. And Girls. Guys. <laughs> Who knows? And the, yeah. And how we're not watching the Winter Olympics. Things like that. I am, I'm watching the crap out of the Winter Olympics. Really? You're crushing the it's Winter on, Olympics, ev- huh? Every night I have it on. I just I just love all the weird stuff, the not weird stuff. I love it. You just got fucking, what's it called? Uh, what's the What's the game that everybody loves but curling curling yeah you got curling episodes for days on your dvr huh? got DVRs. i'm just watching the same ones over and over and over i just love it so much yeah um, i like the olympics the olympics are fun it's just like a weird time it's like it's like golf you know you just put on the olympics and they're in the background and you can have a nice little night to yourself or with loved ones and uh enjoy people skating on ice that's you're one of those viewers that they do have and although they I'm, uh, I'm one of them they have the viewership has dipped for the olympics overall has it really? Yeah, so much so that McDonald's pulled the plug. They're like, no. They've been they've been partners forever, and they they said bye bye, <clears throat> bye bye. <laughs> uh, but on this episode, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Um, we're talking some pop culture news, our buzz of the week. We're talking NBA All Star Weekend, and we're gonna talk what it's like to go to the movies. Um, but first, we have a quick announcement. I believe we talked about this last week, but we are now on the Alexa. Amazon Echo, <clears throat> and uh, just a real quick, a simple way to uh, to make sure you're getting that is you want to go to the Alexa app. You're going to open up your skills uh, settings. Okay. There you can search for G-Splash or G-Splash. G-Splash. And then from there, you can enable the skill as a flash briefing, and then you can reorder, reorder whatever other flash briefings you might have. But from then on, you, all you would have to say would be, hey, Alexa. Read me my flash briefing. So I go into my app. Go into your app. I pick. I go in my app. I pick. I say, well, this is my flash briefing. And I search G-Splash. And then I say yes. And then I put it first. And then boom. Done. That's it. Done. And then you ask Alexa and she'll tell you. She'll, she'll give you the latest in pop culture news. Well, god darn. That's easy. Yeah, I'd be a fool not to do that. But if you do have any questions, feel free to email us at G-Splash bc at gmail.com and i will gladly walk you through it as well it's valentine's day chris so happy valentine's day to you happy valentine's day to you thanks thank you man i know you sir i know you and ali have plans so i'll speed this along as 
best we, we can. don't really have plans. I mean, we don't really celebrate Valentine's <laughs> Day. We don't love it, but it's one of those things where we're like, you want to get some burgers? Yeah, let's get some burgers. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, how was your mom recently had a birthday? How was how was that? I saw the shenanigans. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow, how kind of you. Yeah, tell your my mom mother happy birthday. had her birthday. Yeah, say hi to your mother for me. Yeah, say hi to yeah, your mother. She had for a great me. birthday. We had dinner. Uh, it was wonderful. Had the we had the whole crew. The whole crew was out. Whole crew. Um. Ah, well, fuck it. Should we get into it right now? I think we should jump into the. <laughs> So the Black Panther movie is coming out later this week. Hell yeah. Actually, tomorrow. Hell yeah, even better. But uh, on Friday, the Black Panther soundtrack released. And I went back and looked. Um, we, we talked a little bit about this. I went back and looked at the other Marvel films. And uh-huh. I noticed that this is the first. I think this is like the first one with an actual. It's not a. It's not like completely different artists but like right right like it was made for this kind of yeah it, it's like everybody under kendrick lamar's label which is tde but i went back and looked and they i didn't see any other from marvel marvel film do this and i thought maybe guardians of the galaxy oh, that but, seems right because but that because that's a that's the same kind of deal but that's like classic songs right but they actually didn't do that for the first volume only the second that they released really yeah it hasn't been out for a week yet but they're already saying it's going to top the charts at number one i mean shocker i haven't seen really anything like this since maybe prince when he did batman the whole batman soundtrack in 89 you mean like this much press and this much like ad push and all kinds of stuff for a movie album uh i just meant i think it just meant like one like one artist or group of people versus like for instance, like I know one of the biggest sound, one of the, a bigger soundtrack at least I, that sticks out in my mind is like Rush Hour. There was like Def Jam kind of <laughs> did Rush it. Hour. Def Jam, well, I think did it, and then they kind of, you know, lay out all their artists to do different songs on the record. Right, right. This this soundtrack is actually tailored to the film, which is freaking awesome. So Just I I got a chance, all. yeah, I got a chance to listen to it all day today. Actually, <laughs> I was actually surprised because like. If this is the the fill of the album, it's good by the way. I I do I did enjoy it, but it, the the tone and and feel of the album is I don't want to say dark, but it is dark. Mm-hmm. It's got a dark like uh, I don't know how to I'm, I've been trying to put a word to this all day. Like the music's not dark, but like like the like the not necessarily the track titles, but the lyrics or like just the the feel of it. It just felt dark to you. Well, the music's very dark, com- kind of slow, which is seems right. very like if you were to look back at the original two trailers. Right, 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 right. Which I think had Run the Jewels as the first one, and then uh, I forget who did the second one. <laughs> they had a very like momentum, very action packed, like adventure, right. like upbeat, get, like, like the a hype up, and yeah, things are like bah, 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 bah. like not that at all, but like definitely music that's meant to like get you excited, not these tracks that are like. Has on the weekend. Yeah. So the 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 title tra- or like the main track I think that it, they're that they're pushing is the song with the weekend and Kendrick, which is uh pray for me. Mm-hmm. Which is like that's the only track on the record where I felt like fit the from the stuff that I've seen from the movie. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's in that latest trailer when like he jumps out of the thing and throws like 
the little uh, Black Panther falls out of the bottom of the flying ship and he throws his little bomb things right. or whatever. And then like, the music's like in slow-mo and it's showing all like the Peter Travers says, this movie's going to make you cream your pants and like all those things. And that song's the one that's playing. Right. Um, like I said, The weekend. Um, that, like the, there is a track on, and the other one I think is the stars something. something yeah, the stars. uh, that's, um, the Kendrick Lamar and how do you say SZA? It's SZA. Yeah. SZA, uh, all, all the stars is what that one's called. A couple of songs that I do like, I'll, I'll say is paramedic. It's got a, it's like, uh, it's definitely a Bay song and I know the director's from the Bay. So apparently he kind of worked, worked alongside TDE. A little bit with the soundtrack, and then what does a uh, Bay song mean? What does it mean if a song's a Bay song? It's it's a, it's got the Bay Area like kind of hyphy type uh, beat, and then these rap the rappers are from the Bay Area, so that's why it's so a Bay Area. Track. So you, so that's just a, that's it. That's all I need to know. Enough said. Case closed. Yeah. Uh, the other track I like on here is called uh, it's called Ten, I believe, but it's like the iPhone situation where it's Roman numerals. Okay, so it's X. It's X, but it, it's called Ten. Um, overall, though, it's it's a good song, and I feel like if by listening to this album, there seems like there might be some kind of low point in the movie, or like things must not be going right in the movie, and he might like Black Panther might be outcasted or something or something. It just I, the he's vibe ha- I he's get. Having, it sounds like he's having a hard time, is what the music's telling. At you. some point, yeah, yeah, like the vibe is like it, the vibe is very like something's gonna happen. And yeah. it's going to be Black Panther, like, trying to get back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like a, a Lion King scenario. Right. So, overall, though, I would give the record a splash. Um, It's cool. It's cool to see Marvel kind of do this. I feel like it's on that whole scene of Disney being ex- going extreme. Mm-hmm. And kind of taking, I don't know, I wouldn't say take a risk, because obviously Kendrick Lamar is a gonna get you yeah, you know a, a, you know it's gonna go well like it's gonna the songs are blowing up you know it's gonna be well put together it's gonna get a lot of press right we're gonna enjoy it people do enjoy it i mean it's already blown up but it's definitely not a it's definitely not a disney record like it's an explicit right. lyric like so, that hey that's something cool actually to think about though you know it's like this is not gonna be be like put on they're not gonna make a disney kids bop with the black panther album you know what i mean right so although which, that would be amazing I'm I, and I am, yeah. That would be pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> I am curious to see though what this means for the future Marvel films and soundtracks. I mean, I don't know. I even thought like Ragnarok would have had some kind of stuff because that they had that uh, Led Zeppelin track, but mm-hmm. that's actually a pretty good score, the Thor one. Um, but yeah, that wasn't. There's no artists on that either. Interesting. Yeah. Well. Well, I'll give it a listen. I've been listening Definitely. to those the, some of the bigger songs, but it's, uh, Spotify keeps screaming at me to listen to it every time I open it. So I'm, I guess I'll just give in. The cover's dope. It's just like his necklace, and it's all it's just like a full black cover, yep. and just yeah. the necklace floating. And there's parental advisor, and you're like, this is going to be great. <laughs> yep, it's definitely a splash. So so take a listen. I came across, I get Andrew, uh, Andrew Garfield was in the news, actually. And I came across this video, and I thought it was funny. I didn't know that... Andrew Garfield was a British. You or, didn't know he's British. No, I had not met till I saw this video like a couple days ago. Is fantastic because I didn't. He, he's there. There, I love those. There's so many people. Not so many, but there's a lot of times like you know you just don't have any idea. You see him in a lot of movies. 
they seem American and then they show up and they talk and you're like, whoa, or else they have like an accent that's even more extreme than you thought they did. You're like, oh, wow, I thought you were just kind of like normal British, but that, I don't know. It sounds like you got a mouthful of marbles. Like I had did the same thing probably, I don't know, a year or two years ago with him when he was like some kind of interview on something. I was like, what the hell? So you're just yeah. watching this thing of him on Jimmy. It's basically a clip of him on Jimmy Fallon, right? I mean, I, I watch it too. And, and you were just like, whoa, that guy talk funny. He told this funny story on, um, who was he with? He was with Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and about how he, right when he was kind of new to Hollywood, he got, he kind of was feeling on a high because he went to like the Glo- Golden Globes or something. And then he went to a party with Prince and Prince made, Prince was like making pancakes. Like, yeah, like blueberry pancakes. Yeah, literally. Uh, Classic Prince. Making, <laughs> making pancakes. And I don't, I don't, he was like saying about, uh, I got so nervous and like I was in line for the bathroom and who was, who was in line with them? Penelope Cruz and Selma Hayek are like behind him and he's just smashed and yeah, he's like green and young and just like, I gotta get in the bathroom to be sick basically. (laughs) Uh. Yeah. So he ends up going into Prince's bathroom and, and vomiting and throwing up. Destroying it. Which I th- I thought that story was hilarious and it's who had who hasn't been there you know what I mean like I feel like everybody has a story where they got nervous at one point or another and drank too much like it was just it was like out of it wasn't out of like I'm getting hammered tonight or I'm fun it's like you really were you were just you were intimidated maybe maybe you're on like a date that you felt was going awkward or you were at like a, a some kind of event or a company thing where you felt like you were out of place I mean I I totally when he was telling that story and it's amazing to watch that clip but. Like the whole time he's telling it, I'm like, yeah, that would be me. I would, if I went to a party, I just got my first movie role. And then I end up landing it like this Prince through like these golden globe after parties. They were like, they were like famous for being just wackadoodle. I'm at this thing and there's all these crazy famous people around me. I don't really have people to talk to. Like the first thing I do is start drinking. I'm like, okay, Absolutely. this is what I'm going to be. So, you get in those situations where you're like, I, I, I need a drink. Cause like I need to chill out or like, or I've been in those situations too, where like I'm so excited that like, oh yeah, I end up, I'm just like really, I get really drunk, really quickly. Like shots for and everybody, like, and then you're shit. like, let's have another one, let's have another one to celebrate, and you're like, oh god, I think I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally, I totally get. It. It's a very humanizing moment to be like to to have him just putting it out there. The fact that like, hey man, I was I was young and scared, and I got blasted and freaking just painted Prince's bathroom blueberry blue or whatever the pancakes were yeah i can totally uh, see prince making pancakes after all the Chappelle stuff and the stories seriously. about him like you just come to this big ass party with like everybody and he's just in the kitchen just like flipping pancakes <laughs> just sitting them on plates yeah <laughs> i that's like that's the main story takeaway like yeah that's pr- the i don't care about prin- him throwing in the bathroom nearly yeah. as much as about prince flipping pancakes at a party prince, yeah prince made me fucking pancakes man oh man <laughs> they were good I actually want to say one more thing about Andrew Garfield. Do it. There's, a, there's another clip of him being him having a conversation with uh, forget her name, but she plays Lois Lane in the Superman stuff right now. Uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. And they're talking about playing characters in like uh, for both like Marvel and DC. Oh right, 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 right. And he he went on to say like he was he tried really hard and like he learned a lot on those sets and as far as like business. And those were actually, if you look back, those are like his um biggest films, and uh, like it's kind of, on the on the set of like Spider Man, he learned a Spider-Man, lot about yes, yeah, movies sorry. and stuff. More so like business and like corporate 
major sure, corporate sure. shit. And he you're was seeing these freaking Marvel own something and just the control. Yeah. So he was like trying to be so true to the character. And they were talking about how instead of like them jumping into a character and somewhat making it their own, there's like guidelines they have to follow because sure. Like in most films, he went on to say like most films, the character is the focal point, but it is as far as like these superhero movies, it's the story that is like, right. Cause the character's already established in the pop culture, like in the right. sphere of, of pop culture, people know what Spider-Man is and should be and should be doing. So you don't have to envelop yourself in that character. Correct. Correct. But I think that can also be different sometimes. Cause if you think about like Heath Ledger's Joker, I mean, he like, he, he did the Joker, but he made it his own the best right. way he could. It ended up being phenomenal. Right. Right. So that's, that's what he was saying too. And that's he was crazy. like, he was like, he works. he felt that he worked really hard on that. And you know, it kind of got stripped away from him, not because of any fault of his own. Right. And so he, he was like, that was like the first time I was like heartbroken about, about film and stuff. Hmm. Tough titties. Get out of here. Go back to your mansion. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's British. He, he met Prince. He's fine. He's you know? British. He's fine. <laughs> Speaking of other Marvel movies, Chris, Hame, is he, is Thor done? Are we, is this the last of Thor after such he's a successful done. Ragnarok? He's done. I mean, I don't know. He comes out in this. He he has been in a couple of interviews lately. Chris Hemsworth, uh, and he was talking about how you know his contract's up after Avengers four, so he's going to be done with it. Uh, but then he also goes on to say, you know, the only exception would be if the same person that directed Ragnarok had another great script, then he might come back for it. But I think that might just be him like bolstering how much he liked working on that movie or Ragnarok because I really do feel like they're going to go the Jane Foster route or some version of that. And they're going to have a female Thor, um, in their next like phase of movies. I think it just makes the most sense with that being a character that's really popular in the comics right now. And, you know, we did the Chris Hemsworth thing. Now let's give it to a chick. Let her kick some ass. Yeah. I would agree with you, but then they just killed her off in the comics. Well, yeah, but you know, spoiler, I'm sure it'll come back. My bad. Oh, you ruined it for me. Oh, um, but at the same time, I, this is a, weird turn of events too is Natalie Portman came out and was like, I I'll return. I I'd be down to return to MC to the MCU. I saw that, which is so shocking because she made, she didn't make like a stink about it, but she was pretty like clear that she didn't want to come back after Thor too. Like, okay, I don't want to do these anymore. And then she comes out to be like, well, I didn't get to be in the group picture. I want to come back. Yeah. I thought that was weird too. It's an interesting turn to be like, I don't want to be associated. And they'd be like, but I don't want to not get invited to the party. It's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Right. I don't know. Maybe she saw Ragnarok and was like, hey, if this is the route they're going with this tone of movie and they want to do. I know that Jane Foster becomes Thor at one point. Right. Like, is that what they're set? Are they setting us up for that? They were like, OK, we're going to bring you back. You're going to be the main character. But you need to come out and say, like, I would love to come back because then it makes it like it's like a whole big plot, like like yarn and shit that we are. He's like, you're going to say this, then you're going to say this. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, true that now that you mentioned that it's that wouldn't be that surprising for something that Disney to say, I guess, where they set everything up too. good point. Good point. All right, mate. Good point. Hey, but, there's a point for it. Ka-ting! So comics came out today and Woo! I felt like it was a a slow day in my world for comics. There was only a couple that were interesting. Yeah, and um, I apologize because I 
ran out of time and didn't get a chance to do the drop when Wednesday drop on our God Instagram. Damn it! My bad, my bad. Um, but uh, there's a new kick ass. Yeah, there is. Uh, did you pick this up? I did not pick it up, but I'm going to. Uh, what they do? They did three kick-ass runs. The comic where it has the same dude, Dave Lebowski or whatever, and then Hit Girl and all that stuff. But this new one is actually a brand new character altogether. Like it's a a woman who's like a ex an ex military or she she's a veteran. Uh, let's see here. I can, I'm just gonna read this little thing. Read uh, it. And Yellow Mask will be an African American woman. Uh, well, that's actually all that little piece said. So it's African American <laughs> woman. Who, who apparently is some sort of ex-military and has children. It's a little bit older, but takes up the same mantle with the green and yellow suit as Kick-Ass. And it's gonna be, uh, it's still going to be done by Mark Millar, who started the whole thing. And then uh, John... Who's, who's uh, John, Is it Romita? Is that how you say it? Romita? I have no idea. I only say it in my head. And, and when you read things in your head a lot, you just kind of say them however you want. Just like, yeah. but you know who it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's super cool. It seems like it's gonna be awesome. I think that th- there's a cool little thing here that talks about how, you know, kick ass is a lot like, or we, we see this in a lot of superheroes too, but it's, it's like James Bond or Dr. Who, how you, it's more about the, the presence of the thing or the code name or the, the face can change. That doesn't matter. And I think it's good to not get stuck sometimes creatively. Like, Okay, well, we're going to do Kick-Ass 4, so we have to use these characters. Like, if they're a little dried up, or maybe they're not even, not maybe they're not dried up, maybe they're not boring, but so we, you're just like, let's just shake things up. Like, put somebody new behind the mask. You let, you will, So you enjoy, as a reader, you enjoy the whole passing down of the mantle. I do, if it doesn't get crazy. I feel like Batman, over the last few years, got kind of wacky. I think they've done a good job of bringing, like, the Bat family together but i feel like there was a time there where it was like well who's gonna be batman now and it was like going to everybody but i think it's cool sometimes to be like hey we have this thing and it works but let's shake it up let's put it on its head let's make you know there's a great one start and it all comes back around uh you- making jane foster be thor like that's a cool that's a cool thing they did in the comics like for 60 years it was one way do it a little different for a bit um yeah this this reminds me of riri and iron man yeah, exactly. What they did with her, and the, although she wasn't ex-military, she was She's like a, a super smart. Kid. Oh yeah, super smart, and made her own Iron Man suit, completely different than Tony Stark. But now, now it's taken up the mantle of, along with Doctor right. Doom, along with Doctor right. Doom. Yeah, shake, shake as, it up, shake shit up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them. Seven <laughs> Eleven. Uh, Interesting. I'm interested to, to see that. You think they'll, uh, you think they'll make another movie? Uh, I don't know. I don't think the second one did very well. But it who knows? Didn't. They just keep making all kinds of bad movies. So it maybe. didn't do well. It didn't do well. <laughs> it and did uh, not. People did not enjoy it. This also dropped, and I'm really excited. Uh, the trailer for Atlanta, season two. Oh, oh, season two. Yeah. Did uh, the uh, Did you like season one? I did like season one, and yeah, I mean, he, I feel like Childish Gambino or Donald Glover is is all over right now. I mean, he's had his hand in, he even had his hand in Black Panther. I, I found this out recently. Uh, did you know that? Doing what? He, no, I didn't like, have any idea. Yeah, so he's he's just killing the game right now. So he what he did with Black Panther was like, uh, he, what's the word? Consult. Consult. That's the Consult. word. Consult. Ding, 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 ding. We 
got yeah. it. A Black Panther script received input from Donald Glover. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. They're like, hey, uh, you're vote. doing everything. You're killing it. Your music's awesome. Atlanta's amazing. Will you just look this over for us? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, him and his brother. They're thanked at, during the end credits of the movie. Oh, dang. That must have helped out a lot. Yeah, he said, Donald and Steven actually gave me notes on the draft. They came and took a uh, they came and took a day. They were really busy. It wasn't that kind of thing where it was change this, change that. We were looking at ways to highlight a few more character things with specifically Shuri, where she pokes fun at her brother. Donald's one of the funniest people that I know. We had some interesting ideas, and Steven's crazy talented as well. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to him being the Prowler. Hopefully, that's not that far away. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that would. Are they gonna do that? I don't know, cause that was a thing. Like, Spider-Man. Like, there was like a throwaway to that. Well, we yeah, I mean, got, in the past. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you just got. I guess you got to look at it. Like, right now, the formula's been threes, right? They got sure. Iron Man one through three, Captain America one through three, Thor one through three. So, I imagine. I imagine we're gonna get a Spider-Man one, one through three, possibly. One, two, three. We got, we got to get a Miles Morales at some point, right? I mean, well, they're doing that one, the Spider-Verse movie, but that's animated, obviously. I guess it's time to kick off what we like to call Buzz of the Week. That's how we move. Now it's just about to kick off this party. Let's uh, this on, weekend, Chris, did you know? This weekend is. NBA All-Star weekend. I did not. I, I did know because I was getting ready for this, and so I had to research some basketball stuff. <laughs> uh, last week, we talked a little bit about um, Justin Timberlake and his sneakers. Right, There's, right, 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 right. So this is the hot time for sneakers releases. Um, actually, there was a pair that released today. I was unfortunately not able to get them because uh, they did a drawing through the sneakers app, which I talked about last week. The sneakers and, app. And I, I I remember we talked about, because it looks like the Justin Timberlake one slightly, but it has that bottom, it has the clear sole on the bottom with the free throw line. Right. But I was unable to get those, so that's disappointing. Were, were you close? Uh, oh, it was at, a drawing. It was a drawing, know. yeah. Uh, sneakers are it's just such a big, every time we talk about sneakers, it just boggles my mind. It's just like not something I ever got into collecting, and so when I hear these things about like, you know, select few we had to have a you had to have a knife fight to get a pair of these i'm like damn they just shoes this is a a good weekend for sneaker releases and jordan does pretty well russell westbrook has a shoe with deal with jordan brand so he has a a sneaker releasing tomorrow it's called it's called the 0.1 yeah drake has a shoe dropping this weekend two shoes dropping this weekend with jordan the jordan raptors (laughs) <laughs> the Jordan 8 OVOs. Um, this is like you're speaking Chinese, man. These are like, they all got call signs and this yeah. is that. You're going to love that. I'm like, what are we talking about? Rockets? Yeah, Soulfly, which is popular in the sneaker world. Uh, they're doing a collaboration with Jordan. They're releasing a pair of 17. Uh, my One of my favorites, though, that's releasing this weekend is definitely the Jordan 3 uh, Black Cement, which is a classic, classic shoe. So sexy. I'm looking at it right now. You are losing your mind over black cement. Yeah, so if If you got money. If I want to buy, yeah, thanks for saying if you got money. If I wanted to use money to purchase shoes Mm -hmm. of of these calibers, uh, how much do I need? How much do I need to purchase some shoes? 
if you're just trying to buy one pair or like all the pairs? I'm trying to buy one of the pairs, like the Drake ones. I was you're like, trying to buy two hundred bucks. Two. So the the Jordan Eight OVOs will go for two twenty five. Now the these these two are probably very hot, uh, obviously because of Drake. Right. And, right. Of course. So that's what makes these a little bit extra. If it was um, like, oh, presenting the Jordan 806s from Chris Watts, people would be like, who the fuck that? Yeah, probably <laughs> probably sit on a back burner. Um, like, oh, wow, this, it's so exclusive, we don't even know who he is. That's how good it is. Yeah, the, I can sell that. It, but that, yeah. I can get them for as low as $196 a month if I use a like, new credit service at this shoe club. So add to cart. <laughs> it would be a crime to miss that deal. I, I, The person who is... Like whoever the bank is or loaning system who's like willing to do that with with sneakers, Crazy. it's got to it's got to be cashing out. Like oh god, yes, just mopping up the market with like you're paying X amount of dollars a Look, month for these sneakers. They're, they're paying me three hundred dollars a month for shoes. Oh, they're yeah. not even gonna wear them. Oh, you guys are idiots. Yeah, undefeated. The brand undefeated has a Kobe collaboration that they're coming out with this is i mean this is what all-star weekend's about like there's sneakers there's there's also a huge like nike does pop-ups here and there you can customize your own air force one out in la i mean it's it's nuts this is i had no idea this is a world i do not exist in yeah nike goes all out and and they're basically a monopoly in in basketball so um, but I would say there's probably more, it's like the Super Bowl. Like there's more stuff going on outside of the right, main event. Right, 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 Because like the actual all-star game, I don't know if people really watch. Sure. I've got, I, I don't remember the last time I watched an all-star game. You know, now that I'm thinking through it in my head too, about these shoes, I, it does make a, it, it doesn't make a sense. Some t- reason I was Italian there. Uh, it does make sense to me that there would be that with the sneakers. Because if you think about other sports that have like all-star games or that a big deal in the United States, like it's really hard to push products based around that. Like they're actually wearing sneakers. They play in like, I can't just buy baseball cleats to have around the house or like a baseball glove or a football helmet. Like there is certain products, but there's not gonna be some big push around the MLB all-star game. They're like, come on down. Be sure to get your catchers mitts. They're right. going they're going quick. It's like these right. are gonna these are ooh, these are the Babe Ruth seventeens. Look out. Right. So that's what's that's what's interesting about basketball and in and, and the merchandising world. Because like yeah. if you think about it, basketball is played on a court that's not that big, so you can see everything. You don't need any gear. The players basically wear other than a ball. They don't wear very much equipment other than sneakers and shorts and a tank top. I mean it's it's also very personable. Like more people I recognize, wish they'd wear less. <laughs> <laughs> more people recognize basketball players than any other players in sports. That makes sense. You're right up in their grill all the time. Right. It's it's a very like personable sport. It's interesting. Ninety six percent of the NFL could walk past me, stumble over me, land on top of me, help me pick up all my stuff. Tell me to have a good day and walk away, and I'd have no idea who they were, other than the fact that they were probably nine hundred pounds and just crushed me flat. <laughs> right, unless they had a helmet on, you'd only is when you recognize. And they put a helmet on, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's John Johnson." Which is why players have like when they go to these media things, they have to wear their jerseys. Do you know that? So people will know who they are. So people know that they're players. Wow, 
That tells you about the sports. Okay, so I'm in. Sneakers it is. I guess I'll buy the two one ones. You talk me into it. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing in All-Star Weekend, though, was obviously Saturday night. Um, what happened slam- Saturday night? Saturday night is the slam dunk contest, three-point contest, and the Taco Bell skills challenge. I don't know what are you know doing? Why. This? Tell me about the tell me about the skills challenge. What's that? So skills challenge, what they do is they have like a point guard or like two. They usually do like a couple big guys and a couple guards, and then they like tournament style do like dribbling layup, just like a obstacle type of course. Hmm, and so, interesting. Yeah, it's 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 okay. It's it's gotten you'll see more named players uh, usually in that contest and the three point contest mm-hmm, than you sure. than you. Than you would the slam dunk contest anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw this is something I'd never follow this stuff really when I was a kid, maybe, but like I pulled up the list of the people in the dunk contest, didn't even recognize one of the names. Yeah, that's the thing, is because uh I I, I don't know where the disconnect came be- between players, like name players in this. I think originally it was like about people them not wanting to get hurt. Right. But I like, think what the if last I stub my finger up there. I think the last time like a name player that was in it was like um Blake Griffin maybe or even Dwight Howard. But yeah, li- here, here's the list right here. Uh Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. Yep. Larry Donovan. Nance Jr. That was an easy one. Dennis Smith Jr. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Who the f- are those guys? <laughs> Their dads are famous. At least you yeah, know. I mean if you're uh yeah, there's Two juniors in here. If you uh, of NBA, if you're of a basketball NBA fan, you're like, how the hell do you not know who that is? You're yelling at the TV right now. TV, why are you watching us on a TV? You're an idiot. You should yeah. be listening to us. Uh, but uh, for me, for being on the outside, I don't. Rem- I don't write. I remember the old days. I was like Vince Carter and all these people. I'm like, I know every single person that's going to do this. How fun! And now I'm like, what? He's like a 12 year old kid. Yeah. So the argument that the NBA play like that the NBA plays is that the slam dunk contest is a platform for someone you might not know to become somebody you will know. Well, I'll watch the McDonald's college or high school one if I want that. I mean, but still, yeah, you know, you're not going to know anybody in that one either. So this is the circus. I want the big names. I want them doing fun tricks for me. Well, Larry, like Larry Nance just got traded to the Cavs. So he was on the Lakers. Um, and then Dennis Smith Jr., is the son of Dennis Smith, who played for the Orlando Magic back when, like, Penny and Shaq days. And he's he's actually a commentator on NBA uh, TV. Well, well, he's going to have a favorite. But the name the name on, actually on this uh, uh, dunk contest is Victor Oladipo. So, I mean, I get it, but it's still... Interesting. It's still a hard sell for me to drop everything for, you know? The All-Star Weekend must make money or they wouldn't keep strutting people out there just like the pro bowl you know what i mean it's like why are we doing this guys is there enough money behind it to keep this going i mean so the the difference between like the nba all-star weekend is versus like other all-star games is it's very celebrity like it's very it only right. does it does a crazy well in the right city and the city actually plays a part they want it because they want to bring people in they want to have the celebrity they want to have the press but it but it only makes sense in major cities. Like when it's yeah. in when it's in like you know they'll never be like I mean I shouldn't like, say never. Welcome to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean yeah, if <laughs> if Oklahoma City ever hosted an All Star game, it would be odd. Like 
it would be tough because like the the, the capacity of celebrity that comes through as well as right. as well as other how do I say this in in 2018 uh other other people a lot of people come out of the woodwork I'll say that uh, sure they just show up to this thing and to make try it nice, yeah to try and cash out on I mean you have a lot of people come out of the woodwork to try and cash out on an NBA player so clubs Damn. clubs pop off people make appearances um I've been to a few all-star games obviously I've worked with Nike for a long time was it and fun? I, oh, dude, it's probably some of the greatest times of my life. And I loved every moment of it, working with Jordan Brand, Nike. I'm very, very thankful to have those opportunities. It's a whole spectacle. And it's all weekend long. And it's it's a it's like it's up there with like a Mardi Gras. Like it's big. It's big time. A lot of money. A lot of money being spent. A lot of product being purchased. So that goes about it looks like so in 2017 All-Star Weekend. Uh, research estimates the event led to a total of 82.7 million in sales or output in the state. So the host state makes just shy of a hundred million dollars in one weekend. So basically you're like, you're, you're what you're saying is correct. Like it's not, you go and you have all that fun, but really why this is a thing or more so why places want this to continue to be a thing is because you get a huge boost in revenue that weekend by having everybody travel in and buy gear and stay at your hotels, and eat all your food and all that stuff. Everything right. goes up. Right, right. Which is also why it needs to be in major cities and not like small towns. Because yeah. they just, the, the caliber is not there. Like I get it. I'm in it. But, um, but this is a, the other cool thing about this year is um, they're doing the main, main all-star game a little bit different. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you know right. the, the They pick teams, right? Right. So instead of doing an East versus West this year, they're doing um, Steph Curry and, and LeBron James were voted captains because they received the most votes and then they picked teams. And so they, LeBron had the first pick for the starters and then Steph had the first pick for the reserves. The okay. way it works, it, the way it works is like the fans pick the starters and then everybody else media, I think media coaches, everybody else within the league picks the uh, reserves. So wow. the, the lineups look pretty pretty good um i watched an interview with steph curry and and lebron and they were both like this the the way that they drafted should have been televised is what they said Jeez. well i'm i mean i'm definitely not gonna watch it um but you know if i'm somewhere and it's on maybe i will watch it so who knows maybe you sold (laughs) me on it halfway it should i mean it should be good you'll you'll get to see kd teamed up with russell westbrook what bleh, russell westbrook again willie wessels so i'm actually curious to see if this format's i don't know if it's really gonna it's supposed to make it a little bit more competitive but i don't there's no defense being played so i don't know how you're gonna make yeah. something like this competitive nobody's gonna go out there and bust their ass there's no one kind of thing there's really no incentive no. to to play so that's why i think the last few all-star games have been they've almost scored both teams have almost scored like 200 points each so it's how you know it's a great game it's a lot more fun when you're there in the atmosphere than away from it i'll say that sure sure, right um but if you're out in la go out and experience as much as you can because it's awesome and so getting into our main topic movie going experiences recently with black all the hype around black panther coming out 
just when you think we've heard it all, there's another exper- theater experience that has come out. It's called Screen X. Chris, have you oh. heard about? Have you heard? No, about I have X? not heard about Screen X. Uh, just from our our show notes, did you got a chance to look at it? Uh, wait, Screen. I thought I, I was looking at 4DX. No, Screen X. What the hell is like, Screen X? I just barely got used to IMAX. <laughs> so Screen X is a new thing. This is actually the first Marvel film to do so. But with Screen X, you are able, you're in the theater, and instead of just one screen in front of you, there's two mm-hmm. more large screens to the side to make you feel more into the film. So wait, is it, am I watching the movie on three? So the full movie is being played on three screens or is it extended across three screens? It's you're in the whole. Yeah. It's extended across the three screens. So it's good Lord. It it has to be formatted for sure. Wow. So black Panther is going to be the first, obviously of the, is going to be the first Marvel film to, to work with it. They worked with a company called CJ 40 X or 40 plex, which is the people who did 40 X. Good Lord. So let me get this right. So I'm looking over this over my head. Standard. I buy a movie ticket. I see a movie in front of me. 3D. The movie's going to get me. It's coming out of the screen. IMAX. It's very large. It can also sometimes be 3D. 4DX is that thing you've done that I've never done where it's like you, your seat moves. It's like you're at a ride. You're like, oh, look at me. I'm going along with the movie. And now Screen X is basically I'm 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 inside of the film because it surrounds me on three sides. I can't escape it. Correct. So, and, and sometimes also in 4DX, it's 3D. Sometimes it's not. Um, yeah. So this is a new, another new theater experience. Oh my God. What's going to be next? They're like, you're part of it. You're, you're well, VR. You're going to be inside and you can get killed. Be careful. Well, I, I'll get into that too because, um, so with this new experience, the screen X, you can, st- is still, it's like 40X, but with, the screens on the size of you now. So you have with 40X, you have the seats move, you have lighted lighting effects, smoke scents, and water. Oh my so, God. Of course. So they've added the screen element to it. And if you think about it, man, like all these movies have to be formatted, right? Some do these things. Yeah. Right. And different trigger points. You brought up VR though. Um, yeah. So tell, yeah, I think there's only a hand. There's very, very minimal, 40x theaters in the in the USA right now. Obviously, I looked for it. There's not a Screen X theater here in New York. I believe it's in LA. Um, but there's two 40x theaters here. There might be more now in LA as well. Regal's really been the one. Regal Cinemas has been the one to I think really play play ball. They're like, let's get down. Screen X is the future. Well, I, and then there's a whole there's like <laughs> there's like real D. 3D or real 3D. Oh, yeah. Real, real there's like D. different, there's really different 3D S- stuff. And then there's real IMAX. D. Super D, extra 3D, real D. This you one, know, a but, guy comes out and slaps you in the face halfway through the movie. So this is, an inter- <laughs> there's an interesting fact here is that out in in LA and cities like LA and New York, it's very uh, studio based. So mm-hmm. whereas like where you are, you go to one theater and they've got every movie playing, right? Right, 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 right. So here, certain theaters get certain movies. And so there's actually not a Regal here that has an IMAX. The IMAX theaters are only an AMC. 
Really? So certain yeah. things own certain things or like show off certain things. They just have like the rights to certain things. Like we make IMAX, you don't get IMAX. Right. So like Regal's got 4DX. Well, AMC doesn't. You know. Well, fuck those guys. But I know but like out in California, I know that you can go to Regal and there's an IMAX theater at, at Regal. This is crazy. So if you go so I literally just typed in Screen X and hit Google and Google said here it is, ScreenX.co.kr. And right. I pull it up, and there's like a little thing that shows you this is what ScreenX is. And then it goes into a video where uh, Chadwick Bozeman is like, yeah, you should check this out. And then it starts showing Black Panther, like a little clip of what it would look like if you were in the theater. And mm-hmm. I hate it. Just <laughs> looking at it. Just looking at it. I hate it. <laughs> I it's saw like, that how, could I make th- how could I make this movie going experience less comfortable? Like, unless you're in the back row where you can see the one ahead of you and the two, because they're not like angled. I mean, they are a little, but they're just like on the sidewalls. Like, if you're anywhere but the back row, you're going to be like turning your head the entire, like, oh, what's on the left of me? Well, that ship went to the right. Oh, I threw a spear. It went that. Are you fucking kidding me? I just want to sit there and look straight. Why, why, why? Unless the seats rotate with the movie. This looks awful. I can't I can't really call it because I haven't I haven't seen a movie on it yet. So I, but I did see that video. Um, it was actually playing. It's while worth I was taking talking. a look at. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's so funny. It's one of those things where I'm going to end up being down there and I'm going to be like, OK, I'll go. And then we're going to record this. And I'd be like, if you're not seeing movies in screen X and you're not fucking living. And <laughs> I mean, but right at, now I hate it. I mean, looking at the video that. The main, all the stuff that you may, mainly need to focus on is it definitely in the middle of the sure. Screen. But then, like a, you know, it, it's the same thing as like uh, uh, the way I feel of it. Just looking at this is how you know when they did movies when 3D started coming big, where like the movie wasn't 3D but they made it 3D, or like they it was like the Captain America, the first Avenger, great example. Like he throws a shield at the screen, and that's 3D for some godforsaken reason. It, it reminds me of that where I'm seeing a movie. And I'm like, I know this isn't how it's supposed to be. I'm getting the picture if I could just see it up there. This flourish you've given me on the sides, was was that worth the extra $80 I paid to see it here? I don't think right. so. So that's, the. I mean, that's what it is these days. And like people, there are some people who look for that ultimate experience. You've heard me talk about 4DX all the time. Like I, I'm probably going to go see Black Panther, both regular and 4DX because I always like to see if it's good or not. And most of the time sure. it's not, it's not 40 X is not very good. Have you it's had an, ex- an experience that was really good where you, where you were doing 40 X? Yes. Uh, Star Wars rogue one. Oh, great. What was one that was really bad 40 X? Uh, worst 40 X I think was Batman versus Superman. Really? Uh, um, maybe, maybe did I see suicide squad? There was, no, I want to say it was Batman versus Superman. There was like one where it was like painful. Everything that could possibly make some kind of vibration was implemented. Look, um, what was the last one I saw? Uh, Baby Driver was pretty good. It's fun when there's a lot of when there's like a spaceship or like car chases, things things like right, 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 something worth rumbling. But when there's like fight scenes. Like punch, vibrate, kick, vibrate. Like I get it, okay? These things are vibrate worthy. I I mean, no kidding. In, in Batman versus Superman, I walked out of the theater like, my God, my back hurts. And everybody, I mean, everybody had their felt like they got their ass kicked because 
it wasn't like you were fighting another person. You felt punches from yeah. both people fighting. So like, you're like, I'm it was like you're getting the shit kicked out of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was bad. Um, but plus people had to sit through that movie, so double whammy. Exactly, and that thing was long <laughs> as hell. Cause I am. But overall, man, I think I I like the I like the the track that it's on. I like mm-hmm. I'm I'm all about being in the film. Um, I can say that I've been to a 40x movie that probably made the film better than really. I would say Polter got the remake of Poltergeist, which was a terrible movie, but watching it in 40x made it tolerable a little bit more. It was a little right. bit more fun. Right. It was also my. I think they could do some cool stuff with horror movies in like uh, 40x because you know you can like if they they can even upgrade it more you know you're getting like I guess maybe you are they're getting like shot in the face with stuff when it's scary like that just adds a little extra oomph to a scary movie if you know things around you are gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, so gunshots are obviously like like you know it's like a it's it's like an amusement park ride it's like any one of those things but but you're watching an actual movie and it's a long time so. It's really not for everybody. And some people don't like 3D, even 3D movies. Like, I know people that are like, I'm fucked that. I hate 3D movies. I don't know, like... Yeah, it hurts my eyes. Yeah. You know, when you go to these type of movies with the extra stuff on them, it's all about sitting in the right spot because... Right. If you're if you're too close, you're not going to be able... Not, not everything's in focus. If you're off to the right, same situation. So... So unless you're in the dead center halfway up, you're fucked. Right. So... <laughs> coming coming back to like no obviously I'm an extremist about movie going. So I would be for me I can make it work in my life, but it, if right. A couple of things to take into consideration is one the cost. The cost is stupid ridiculous. Is it really? How much how, how much is it to go to a 4D opposed to a, a normal it's like, film? It's like 30 bucks. Damn, for one ticket? For one ticket. Did you get a hand job while you're there? No, but you get one hell of a back massage. <laughs> And so, <laughs> so, um, that could be a substitute for your massages every month. I mean, I don't know. Like, it, again, it's it's not for everybody. Look, I'm, to be one hundred percent honest, like I manipulate the system as much as I can because I know I'm I'm not trying to pay thirty bucks. But it, right. it's like that for for even three D movies. Three D movies out here are are like twenty five, twenty bucks. Hot damn! That same is, same that's... with same with IMAX. But there's ways around the system if you play the game right. Obviously, uh, one of the things that I definitely use to my advantage is Movie Pass, and I keep telling you you should get it. Do, does it let you go to those kind of movies? Uh, no. But if you sneak in, it does. <laughs> if you're smart enough, you can. I mean, it's not rocket science to maneuver yourself into those type of movies. Aha! That's why I have I have Movie Passes so that I can go to all these movies. And even if you're going. Right. It's so cheap. I mean, it's $10 a month. You can see a movie every day. Not unlimited movies, but a movie every day. So, I mean, you go to the movies once and it's paid for. Especially out here in New York when a regular ticket is seventeen fifty. Yeah, that's bananas here. It's like $12 at the max. I don't even think there's matinee prices out here. Yeah, we got matinees. You know, we get two. We get $5 Tuesdays. That's where any movie's $5. Uh, yeah, it's this is the Old West. It, and it's funny with, with a program, you know, a lot of people question... Especially a lot of theaters are like, why? How, how is this system supposed to make money? Ultimately, they're what it is is their movie pass buys X amount of tickets, right? I think they, I don't know what the exact percentage is, but they make up the percentage of X amount of tickets for each theater company, whatever. But if you think about what they're doing, they're giving people the opportunity that 
to go see more movies mm-hmm. that they may not have they may not go because ticket prices are so high. They're also right, right. They're also letting people, you know, people are spending more money at concessions, which is where they make their money anyway. Th- that's see, that's my thing too that I thought about. That's why whenever I, in my head I start thinking like, oh, I, I bet the movie theaters are real mad. No, because it's just like anything else. Like you don't make money off of the movie tickets. You make money off the concessions. It's the same for sporting events. It's the same for successful restaurants and bars. Like you're making your, you're not making your money off the food at a restaurant. You're making your money off the cocktails and the beer. Like that's where your overhead is ginormous. And when you can charge you know, $10 for a medium tub of popcorn that cost 38 cents, like, yeah, you're going to crush. There's actually um, some, some stats came out recently about the Oscar films, right? Right. Um, all these studios put forward a huge effort to keep these films in theaters during this season because they want people to go see it, right? So right. a study came out, and I forget the exact number, but it was like a like people with movie pass contributed and saw more Oscar. I want to say forty eight million. I don't know. I did this. It was like twenty for like the major ones, but anything with a nominated for an Oscar, it was like forty million dollars that they added to those films. Huh. Damn. So. There's a tech side of it too, though, where mo- like you're thinking like, how's MoviePass making money off that? Like they're paying, they're buying X amount of tickets, but people are only paying this a month. Like, how do they make money? Right. So in turn, and this is like one of those things that people f- gloss over, they're like whatever, but they're collecting data, and what they're doing. Oh, that's uh, they're selling that data. They're data selling the data. So what they're gonna do is they they've they're up to like two million subscribers now. They're basically all they're doing is collecting data and that data is obviously going to be sold to studios where they're going to make money and they're going to have a platform that I think even streams films. So that's what people for like don't really pay attention to is collecting data is consumer data is one of the biggest like where it's, it's most valuable thing things concessions in the popcorn like that's where you're going to make your real money is mining that data and selling it so that they can target ads and target certain things to you better so they know exactly what you want when you want it bada boom bada bing uh luigi it's how they get you well i'm excited for movies and uh i'm never gonna be a person like i know that this screen x seems like a nightmare but honestly i uh i'm never gonna be someone that thinks innovation is a bad thing so if they're gonna keep it going like get it to a point where i feel like i'm at in the movie get me to a ready, ready player one scenario and i'm fucking down i'll pay you 90 dollars a ticket so let me ask you this, Chris. Uh, you, what is your preferred method of going to see a movie? If a movie comes out and it's got five different versions of how you can watch it, what are you picking first? Honestly, I, I'll i probably see it regular. Uh, that's not true. I actually do enjoy IMAX. IMAX? Doesn't have to be 3D. You know, I just like the I just like how tall the ceiling is. <laughs> <laughs> I just like feeling like I'm in a big empty room. Uh, Man, this room is huge. This room is like my fillings, just empty. Uh, <laughs> Giant and empty. I, I always, I always, I always like taking. You know, I guess it depends on the film. You know, for me, I, sure. If I know sure. the, if I know the films filmed in IMAX cameras, like with the Dark Knight, right. of course, like oh uh, yeah. There's an incentive. You want to see it that way because that's how he wanted you to see it. I know that most movies aren't filmed in 3D. They're they're edited later, right? Uh, right. I'm, yeah into that 3d format which which kind of sucks i mean it's only like a perspective thing and, right you know but then there's those movies that like we're gonna make this movie for the 3d theaters right you got more shit flying at you and like or like the way uh, a way. great example is a, a jungle book like they he that was filmed so it was almost like how a nintendo 3ds works where like 
it wasn't coming at you. Like the edges were coming, looked like they were outside of the screen, but then they made 3D depth go backwards. So it gave everything in the jungle layers that started right right in front of you and then basically just filtered. So it looked like it went on forever. Like that's that was designed that way. That's that's what made that so beautiful and work so well. Right. Uh, it's not just like a horror movie where there's exactly. like, oh no, an eyeball is going to get you. Right. I think I think whatever film is made to to match a format that it's going to be distributed in or like if it's just a movie, then like, yeah, the standard is fine. You don't need any of that shit. Yeah. I'm not going to see three billboards outside Ebbing, in 4DX. Missouri in, in 4DX. Like the, the thing would rumble once. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's the other thing is like there are sometimes like, for instance, why would they even put that movie with Chris Rock or not Chris Rock, The Rock and Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart? Why would they put that in a 4DX theater? Because they it sold tickets and made money and schmucks like you bought them and went. I bought them on a, I bought it on accident. Like I I mean I should have <laughs> well, I should have known. They're, sh- they're banking on that. They're banking on you and you and fifteen other dudes doing the same damn thing. But how much does that cost to do that to like fill the? God, theater? I don't know. I mean anyway, I just should have known because of the ticket price, but I didn't pay attention. Um, like doop doopy doop. <laughs> yeah, so I think those are the the exceptions when it when a movie is made for that format. I'm down 100%. That's the way I want to go see it. Um, if it's edited to ma- like to fill a void of the format, I'm a little bit more hesitant. Um, obviously, for Black Panther, tomorrow I'm seeing it. I th- I think it's going to be a 3D, but it's the fan event, so what? it's not really like an option of like regular or this or that. But again, I will with those kind of films, I like to see them first standard or maybe 3D, and then I like to go back into the 4DX theater to kind of see, did they do this film right? Is it good? Is it fun in 4DX here? Right, right. Is this better? That you really, you really critique it. You get your get your hands dirty. Yeah, like for Baby Driver, like I was like, oh, I bet this movie's really dope in 4DX because of the maneuvering and the vehicles. Right. And it and it was, and it was a lot of fun. It was a little bit extra. And it was... <laughs> It was it was fun. It was a fun ride. The whole movie, like the movie's supposed to be, right? That's a that's that type of movie, right? I did find it a little bit too bouncy at times because of the because it's like a musical. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like da ba ba da ba ba, and it's like bouncing you around while you're while he's listening to music and dancing. Like when he's dancing down the street and like listen. Yeah. The uh, the intro. Yeah. The, yeah. That was a little bit much. I was like, ah, oh, come on, guys. You know, it it is what it is, and I I all the car scenes in that was awesome yeah see it's just about finding what fits you and more importantly like like you're saying the parts that are awesome you're gonna remember were made more awesome but then again if you go to a movie like batman v superman you're gonna walk away being like damn that was brutal like i feel like i just got i feel like that thing just had its way with me. right yeah so like for a fighting movie that that never takes off the ground and it's just fight after like i wouldn't go see karate kid in 40x or like blood Bummer. Bloodsport or Jean, Blood any Jean Claude Van Damme film, I wouldn't go see. But you know, right. things like Star Wars, like awesome spaceships, movie. Star Wars, going, get it. Star Wars, that, that Rogue One was probably the best one I've ever seen. Actually, what I loved about it too was the first like thirty minutes of the film, nothing happens, and you, right. it was almost to the point where they made you forget that you were in a forty X film, and then you get. And it was like here we go. But then like you get on. Like they, uh, they get on a ship and like it flies somewhere and then like the seat starts to move and you're like, oh shit, here we go. And it was, oh, 
that's probably my my favorite and well, the best one. In I've other seen. words, go out there and, and do what's best for you, person that's listening. Yeah, for sure. But with with movie going experiences caught like becoming more and more expensive, I definitely recommend getting Movie Pass. I'm not here. To- I'm actually on the website right now. This is sponsored by Movie Pass. I- I'm on right now. I'm gonna sign up. It's eight dollars a month, twenty dollars startup fee. I'm gonna get one for me. Allie's gonna get one for her. You sold me on it. I'm in. I'm biting the bullet, and I'm going for There's it. There's ways you can really utilize that system to really maximize your theater experience. And I'm not. I'm not. Obviously, I'm not getting paid for Movie Pass to, to talk about it. But or are you? I wish. There's a lot of flaws in the system too. Like, sure. Even with Movie Pass, like sometimes the app doesn't work, and you have to deal with that. So you could set up your whole evening around plan. You got to deal with a nightmare because the customer service isn't very well because they can't handle the width, the bandwidth. So there's things that right. There's there are negative things about Movie Pass that are more annoying than like the grand scheme of oh, things. That, that that's gonna happen. What one out of every five times? Uh, I there was a good portion of the end of summer last year where I think I lost my card and it was when they started blowing up and they couldn't meet the demand. So all of a sudden it took off like overnight. Yeah. So like they got rid of their, they used to have a phone number you would call for to troubleshoot and uh, that went away, you know, but it is, it is, you're paying 10 bucks. So you can't, it's like, you can't really complain. So is there, there's different tiers still, right? Like it's seven bucks or is it seven bucks? What they call unlimited. It says it's seven ninety five for unlimited. What they what they call limited. Yeah. So seven ninety five. So some of the some of the things that I will say are negatives with Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. You can't buy advanced tickets. Right. You got to buy them as you go. You usually there are some electronic ticket theaters that can that work, but um, for me in New York, it, you have to be a hundred yards away from the theater or close to the theater. You select the movie you want. I did not know that. So it's very, you know, if you a movie starts at eight o'clock and you show up at seven fifty, it's a good chance. And it's like opening night. You know, you got to deal with the hassle of maybe it being sold out and you not realizing that till you get there and checking in. Right. So and they're like, bubber, dude, there are loopholes. I don't I don't know what the rules are as far as like saying that what they are. I don't want to get my shit, you know disqualified because right. i told everybody secrets about it but i mean it's it's the movies guys like people sneak into movies all the time that's an yeah it's the oldest trick in the book next to prostitution and it's not that hard to figure I out i haven't paid to see a talkie in 30 years so you know if you you can manipulate the system and make it work to your advantage and maximize your account as you can do it. if you want to and that's what i do like how do we how should we wrap this show up chris <laughs> let's wrap it up by saying social media we know you use it so you might as well follow us on instagram uh and you might as well uh go ahead and like us on facebook and uh whatever you're listening on stitcher or itunes star us tag us save us favorite us because we're gonna just keep talking every week absolutely next week obviously we'll be talking all about black panther uh yep all the easter eggs what we caught what we saw it's going to be a splash. It's supposed to be the best it's movie. It's going to be a splash. It's supposed to be the best Marvel film as a date, blah, 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 as it always I is. Mean, right? As they always are. Right. It goes, they just keep topping the last one all the time, which is awesome. I wish we had that same thing. Good for formula. them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like, that's a good problem to have. 
great problem to have. Let us know how you like to watch a movie. Do you like watching it at home? Do you want to deal with 40X, Screen X? How do you how do you like to watch your movies? We'd like to know. Uh, and then we send the data to Movie Pass because they're paying us for it. Nah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, Chris, any last words? Uh, uh, Valentine's Day is over for you who's listening to this, but uh, have a good week and a good weekend and have fun. One hundred percent. I'm Bradley Baxter. Chris Rock. Peace. Bye. Bye.